everybody! I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Hello, listeners. We are on our way to Boston to talk with Dr. Pat Bolon. Dr. Pat is a best-selling author, doctor of chiropractic, health advocate, coach, and speaker. Welcome, Dr. Pat, to The Relatable Voice. Oh, I love being here. You're wonderful. You said such a lovely chat we had before we got on there. That was really great. Yes, it's my pleasure. I saw you on LinkedIn and I said, I need to talk with her. <laughs> so my first question is, can you understand my accent? I can. Actually, I hear you loud and clear. And, you know, I was married to a French and spent time in Europe and I went to school in Miami <laughs> So for acupuncture. So I have an ear for accents. That's excellent. And can you tell us a little bit about you? Where are you from? Well, you know, originally I am born in the Midwest and I am the last of five children. So I've always been told I was incredibly spoiled. Um, and I've always had a passion for, you know, um, animals. You know, I've always loved dogs. My father used to ask me where I got the sheep dog that followed me home. And I said, well, I let it out the, you know, I went in to go the, the, in the backyard of these people's house and, you know, and it followed me out the door. <laughs> and he was like, you've got to take the dog back. But I really love animals and I love, you know, um, the idea. I Even, you know, when I was a kid and I played, you know, doctor, all kids play that. I was never the patient. I never died. I wasn't the nurse. I was always the doctor and I always had the right diagnosis and the right treatment. As time passed on, you know, I was always very cognizant about what foods appealed to me and what foods didn't appeal to me. And I always ate, you know, I always thought like in the winter time that, you know, you eat foods that, you know, that you resonate with. I didn't use the word resonate when I was 13 years old, but You know, and so I ate foods that, you know, that really made sense to me. My mother was not the best cook. The lady next door to me was Italian. So I ate there a lot. <laughs> and so, or across the street to people who became my mentors. It, it was, you know, a, a really great experience growing up where I grew up. I went to a uh, Catholic school and had a Catholic education. And, you know, I tried to learn piano. I'm not very good at instruments. I could listen to them, though, because music, the symbol for music in Chinese and the symbol for medicine in Chinese, if you look at the people want to go look this up, they should. They're very similar, you know, so there's a lot of healing properties to like music and dance, you know, and having good, you know, a mindset that carries you through even tough times. So that's kind of like where I come from, you know, in that. And then I left to go to chiropractic school. And I never looked back. It sounds like you always want to be a doctor. And Dr. Pat, you are also trained in rehabilitation and functional nutrition. Well, you know, it's, it's a part of things. You know, like when people come into a chiropractor's office, they think they're coming there just for pain. But structure is function. So if structure is function and you have to have posture, posture, when you practice good posture, you're like minutely exercising. And so when you practice, if you hold a position 
then your muscles will accommodate for that position. So if you exercise a distortion, the distortion gets stronger, it doesn't get better. So people can say like, oh, my pain's gone away, but then they're walking, you know, leaning forward or with a major head tilt. So that structure function portion about what I look at is essential as a foundation. Actually, there's five pillars to the definition of health because health by Merriam-Webster's dictionary is that it's um, your organs functioning 100% of the time. The problem is people don't know that. People don't know if their organs are not functioning. By the time they do know, they're in crisis. And if they're in crisis, a lot of times it's way too late. And so when you're looking at that, um, those five pillars, you're looking at diet, nutrition, and you have to have a great diet that's supported by great nutrition. They're two, they're kind of two separate things, but they're one thing. They fall under the umbrella of each other. Then you have to have proper exercise. If you don't move, you're going to die. My 92-year-old patient was my second patient ever in my in my profession, professional life, you know, always said that if you don't move, you're going to die. And so, you know, when she was older, she did exercise. Her exercises, I say, everything's exercise. She took her Dixie cup out and watered her 150 plants in the backyard, you know, during the daytime, throughout the day. So she kept on moving, you know, and then you have to have proper sleep because that's where all the magic happens to repair, revitalize and get you stable. So you can go into the next day, you know, and then you have mindset. If you don't have control of your thoughts, you know, it's going to undo any good that you do for the diet part of it and your sleep part because it's going to interfere with that. And so you, you have to have the mindset and you've got to get toxic people out of your life. You got to keep them at arm's distance and say like, oh, thank you. I understand that. And then make sure that you are encapsulated by good, great vibratory energy so that those people naturally stay away from you. And I go, and we all know those people because they never want anything good for you. They're always asking you, why? You are, why are you doing that? Oh, my God, who would ever do that? Oh, you're never going to do good at that. I mean, they're very big naysayers, and they're very negative energy around you, and they vibrate at a low vibrational level because everything is frequency. So, you know, then you've got that structure function thing that I talked about in posture because the brain controls and coordinates all functions of the body, and it does it through the spinal cord, and it goes to every cell, organ, and tissue. You know, so if it does that, then if you have even a minute bit of pressure on a nerve along that way, then whatever organ that goes to is going to have some type of repercussion and it's not going to work as well as it could work. And it's not something that you're going to say like, oh, I have nerve root impingement. You wouldn't know that until you saw a sign and symptom that maybe you might pay attention to. Or you say, you ask somebody else other than a professional, you say like, oh, I've got this like bloating thing going on in my gut. And they go, oh, don't worry. When I was your age, which I can't, that cliche, um, you know, when I was your age, I had the same thing. And then you realize two years later down the road, it never went away. And matter of fact, it's worse. And so you got to pay attention to like all those components of the puzzle. And if you can do that, you know, then you're not putting the cart before the horse because so many people do that. They want the magic pill. It doesn't exist. When you do that, then you can start out in like in a very logical way. Like this is where I'm at. doesn't matter what my diagnosis is. It matters what's going on in my environment. Because you've got to also, I didn't mention it, but we have to, when you're looking at food and diet, you got to look at what are our toxicity levels. I mean, what's, you know, from the air that you breathe, the water you drink, the chemicals that you use to garden with, the chemicals that you use to clean your house with, you know, those are all important. People who have middle fillings in their mouth this day and time, you know, it's just like, 
it's just like you got to get rid of those things that are really harming you, you know, and that's why, you know, it's so important to like have a good solid foundation and always be able to go back to basics and make basics your new norm, because we've heard the new norm is this or that in the last year. Nobody's addressing the, you know, the immunity and how to create better immunity in the body. So in my book, for instance, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired, you know, you can find out what your weakest link is, and then you can either work with me or somebody who has an understanding of functional lifestyle medicine. You can ask them, you know, you can take the chart that's in there that you fill out because it's a book of questions that really is your first test to identify where your weakest link is that is making your immune system falter, you know. And a lot of times, like I said in the very beginning, that Webster's, you know, um, Merriman Webster's definition, we don't know if we're not functioning at 100% of the time in our organs. You know, it's just like that's why you could be tired because you know you're tired. You could be you know, um, fat, you can kind of look in a mirror and feel that out. You can also feel like the, your clothes, but you can have internal fat around your organs, which is very, could be ultimately very deadly, you know, but you don't know if you're sick and you've got to find out exactly where in that spectrum of where you're sitting at with that. That's important. Exactly. We know we are tired and struggling with health issue, but we don't know always why. Is your book like a guide? It's a book of questions, so it's, it works as a guidebook and a, as you wouldn't go to a foreign country that you've never been to before without reading about that country. You wouldn't just like show up and go, hey, here I am, you know, and so it, it's the same thing when you're dealing with your health. It's just like you have to, it works as a guidebook, it works as a workbook because it's something that you write in and take, you know, notes on, you know, and then you have a picture and then from that picture, from that first level testing, you can definitively decide what other, you know, biomarkers are, is it important to look at and how your pattern of your health is actually playing out. It will give you your health snapshot in a given moment. I was checking your website and I read about Green Reaper Syndrome. Can you tell our <laughs> listeners what are the common symptoms? Because I've never heard about this syndrome. Well, I named it Green Reaper Syndrome because it's, sim it's symptoms that people have that they don't pay attention to. I alluded to that when I talked about when you ask somebody, like I'm saying, you like, you know, let's say we're uh, really super, 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 super close good friend. I say, Lucia, you know, lately my stomach's been really bad. Every time I eat, I have some pain. You know, I don't know what it is. Do you think I should go to the doctor's? That's a symptom. And so you say to me, oh, you know, Patricia, five years ago, I had the same thing, you know, and all I did is I took probiotics, you know, and I didn't eat bread, you know, for a couple months and I've been fine ever since. So everybody is bio individually different. And what works for one person isn't going to work for another person. The thing is that is when you have symptoms like that and you pay, don't pay attention to them, they have a tendency to get worse ultimately, and you keep on kind of going, oh, it's going to go away, it's going to go away. And then ultimately you have two years down the road, you have more symptoms. Like for instance, if you're going to the bathroom and, you're, um, and your stools are not well formed and they're not kind of like a brownish color or they're like small, like goat sized, um, you know, like what you would think goat sized stools would look like, or, you know, you're having diarrhea, then you have constipation, diarrhea, just in that environment, in the, that whole gut 
thing, you have to take a look at like, well, what is it? So all those symptoms collectively that you don't pay attention to, floaters in your eyes, you didn't have them when you were 20 unless you had a big, you had a problem with your eye and your vision. But you know, as you get older, they said, oh, it comes with age. Well, why is that? In Chinese medicine, that's considered some level of liver cheat safe nation. That's the, for the diagnosis. Doesn't mean there's something specifically wrong with your liver, you know, but it's, it's a diagnosis meaning that things are getting sluggish. You know, so they're coagulating. You know, when you have phlegm, you know, that's your that's the mucus coagulating. You know, when you're coughing it up or when you're like, you know, blowing your nose and that type of thing. So there's in order to get it to change a color, you got to have heat. You know, and if you have heat, which is an internal condition, you know, then you have, you know, that's when you start seeing like more signs and symptoms. But if people ignore those symptoms. Those symptoms could lead to an early and untimely death because they're not, they kind of, they um, build upon each other. So that's why I call them Grim Reaper Syndrome. Thank you for the explanation. We are learning a lot with you, Dr. Pat. Thank you. Sure. And you are a health advocate and have a program called Stronger Than Medicine Program. What does it consist of exactly? Well, for your listeners who are listening right now, I'm, I'm going to be teaching a course in October. It's a four-week course, and I can send you the link so people could sign up for that. Um, and so it's the Be Stronger Than Medicine is learning to go, like making your, you know, your sound foundation and what your basic, going back to basics are. So you keep that strong foundation that you were born with, and that is your rightful being able to step into your health and then not putting the cart before the horse because people are always looking for a fast way to do something. I can tell you shortcuts, but you've got to have all the pieces of the puzzle together. So when I'm talking to clients, if client is missing a piece of the puzzle, we got to rebuild that piece of the puzzle in order to make that shortcut. You know, and so when and the course is called Be Stronger Than Medicine, I changed the title because I wanted to, you know, have people be you know, like thinking that you know it's, it's not something that's not obtainable because you can be stronger than medicine but you've got to know your basic framework of what you're working with and you got to know basics about diet nutrition exercise sleep positive mental attitude and also um, the structure function posture thing and how all those relate so when you get the basics of that you can create your foundation so that you have something to work from and you can step forward with very big certainty into your next best step of like what do i really need to do also in that course i teach on the the going from the third week into the fourth week the fourth week i do live i mean on the third week i give out two questionnaires one tells me how well your gut's doing, and the other one tells me how well you're detoxifying all the toxins out of your system. Because you cannot do a detoxification unless your gut has the ability to be able to get rid of those toxins and have them eliminated from your body. If they keep on recycling those toxins, then what happens is, is the liver gets overwhelmed, and then it, when it tries to get rid of them, it can't. So it stores them in blood, brain, bone, and fat. And when that happens is when you have cumulatory toxins in your body, whether it be because heavy metals pass through the gut lining, it's only one layer, you know, it says it passes through and it injures it. So then you have other food particles and other big, larger particles that shouldn't be going through the gut in a specific location, going through and creating havoc. And, you know, and not just feeling this, like anybody who has allergies has issues with their gut. 
anybody. I've never met one person in 38 years of dealing with people that doesn't have an issue with their gut that has allergies. You've got to take a look at what's the root of the problem. Why is this happening anyway? Because it doesn't matter the diagnosis, like I said before. It matters like you got to look at your environment and what am I doing to cause it? And you have to be willing to change. So my first question to somebody is, um, you know, how's your health been in the last two years? My second question is, are you willing to do what it takes to be healthy? Because if you are, then I'm your girl. And, you know, and I can help you make sense of those complex things that seem to be overwhelming so that you can get a faster, better, simpler way to move forward and get unstuck. And you can have the health that you deserve and that you like you were born to have. And, you know, whether, no matter what your genetic pool is, you can, you know, change your constitution by first changing what you put in your mouth. Because it's either feeding a disease or it's, or it's enhancing your life. To say, you are not your DNA. That's correct. It's true. People say like, well, I have a family history of cardiovascular disease. I said, does everybody in your family have cardiovascular disease? Well, no. And so that would mean to me that some people are expressing that genetic link that weak genetic link and some people aren't. So the only way that you can change your genetic link and how they express themselves by changing your constitution, how you change your constitution of your body is that you do it by what you put in your mouth and you choose wisely. I completely agree with you, Dr. Pat. I love you. (laughs) Completely. I want to ask you something that many, many people ask me as well. So they say, is that possible to age gracefully? Oh, absolutely. Please tell us how. (laughs) Well, you know, if you want to age gracefully, it first starts with what you put in your mouth. It goes back to diet. It goes back to everything I've been saying all along. Because if you don't have the ability to assimilate, if your gut's not healthy, you know, then it can't assimilate the foods that you're taking and your skin is your largest organ. And you also got to take, you know, for example, what you put on your body, you know, because 65% of what you put on your skin gets absorbed in your body. And if there's toxins or chemicals in it, if you can read the ingredients and you can't pronounce them, you shall be, probably shouldn't eat it or put it on your body ever or drink it. You said something very important. I read that some screens can be absorbed in the bloodstream. You are such an inspiration. Thank you. What is your mission? Well, you know, I have about, you know, more than a couple of them, but my bigger mission is to help people be stronger, make better decisions, you know, be more balanced so they can have, get more out of their day, whether they're working or not working, you know, because you still have a life and not be depleted at the end of the day. So they have things left over for, and that energy left over for those that they love, you know, and their kids and their relationships. So many people ruin their, you know, their relationships because they're exhausted, you know, and to boot, the top of that is, is like, you know, self-care, you know, and so when people don't do self-care, they're leading by example. So you wonder why people keep on repeating since the definition of insanity by Albert Einstein, to be repeating something over and over again and expecting a different result. You know, my mother did it, you know, so I'm doing it. Or, you know, my grandmother used to make, you know, ham and she always cut the end of it off. And when asked, why did you do that? She tells you that it's because it didn't fit in the pan, you know? So we do things and we don't know why we're doing them. 
You know, we're following, we're being, you know, it's just like for the lack of a better word, like on a sheep level, we're just like someone's going and we're going in the same direction. You know, they're, you know, you're, they tell you that things like aspartame is good for you. It's incredibly harmful for you. So it helps, it degenerates the, your nervous system. It is, um, I know so many people that they have linked the aspartame, in which they call it NutraSweet in a different name, even if they have, they got a brand new name on it because they rebrand it. So you don't think that you're eating something bad. You always got to take a look at the ingredients and you got to look at what it is and what the side effects are. What the side effects are more important than anything. So, you know, and look at foods. If food, after you eat, you're tired, something in what you ate isn't good for you. And, you know, it's, it's identifying, you know, those foods because you can have, you know, I know of a, a, a true live case of a woman who ate avocados for 10 years and she had blood coming out of her stools, you know, for 10 years on and off. They would kind of fix it and that. And when they didn't know what else to do, Western medicine is really good at doing surgery and using their axe, you know, because they already used the hose to hose down the, the symptoms. They're using the axe and they do surgery you know, and that's what they recommended for her, but they wanted to put in the bag and she's going, I have got six kids, you know, and I still have little ones, you know, that's not possible for me. I, I'm going to have to find something else. And so, and she went and did that. And when she did a, a food test to find out what food she was reactive to, she found out one of her biggest culprits was avocados. So for her, somebody, I can eat avocados. It's no big deal. You know, Somebody else eats avocados, you know, for her, they made her intestine, she was allergic to them, and they made her intestinal tract bleed. So, which led after 10 years, and Western medicine doesn't know how to get to that substance. They don't know how to get to like, they know that you have inflammation, and they keep on trying to hose the inflammation down as opposed to ask, keep on asking, well, why? Where's the inflammation located? You know, and let's get rid of the root problem. What is the root problem? You have hypertension. Uh, are you, have you been exposed to heavy metals? You know, because if you have, there's there's actual, you know, there's um, in um, PubMed, there's ac there's um, abstracts relating to, you know, how those two things are related to each other, you know. And so I always tell people, had blood pressure, have you had a heavy metal test? And they're going, what's that? <laughs> but we're all exposed to it, you know, and, and heavy metals are very reactive to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, electromagnetic wavelengths like 4G and 5G has you have sensitivity. That's why they tell people to put their telephones on airplane mode, especially if it's near their head. And if their Wi-Fi is to turn it off at night going to sleep, you're not needed anyway on at that time. You know, and um, there's a you know there's a lot of research uh, in on Wi-Fi. Like we're in Boston right now, so there's a a, a wonderful website that I refer to people so that they can find out about 5G and the and the problems with it. And it's called, the website is ma number four, safetech.org. And it's a plethora of like really great information so that you can have all the information it needs so you can make a better decision. You know, I'm not gonna get a 5G phone and I'm not gonna upgrade um, for a 5G phone. Um, in fact, I'd like to get rid of my phone. <laughs> and I just, I just think that, but, you know, for the way I travel right now, I need to have the access to be able to make phone calls and, and I'd work off my cell phone sometimes. But you got to be careful. You know, you have to be, you know, you have to ask questions and you can't just take things at face value. And you have to, you know, like when you're looking at your foods, that's why you buy organic. 
um, because you want to know where the, the farmer came from. I can tell you a very cute, funny, quick story. I was in a store and I had a bunch of broccoli in one hand and which was organic. And I had a bunch of broccoli in my hand that was, you know, GMO. So I turned around, looked at this woman. I said, you know, broccoli's like dating. She laughed and she said, how's that? And I said, well, you know, your mother always told you to date the good guy, right? You know, forget about the bad guy. So the bad guy is the guy that keeps you up to two o'clock in the morning, you know, and you got to get up at six o'clock, take a shower and go to work. You know, he's the guy that says, let's go and have pizza or let's go have burgers and fries. And, you know, let's go out, you know, and dance to loud music and drink a bunch of stuff and then crash, go sleep. And you have to get up at six o'clock in the morning. He's sleeping until noon, you know, and then the good guy is the organic broccoli, you know, who's like, he water walks and feeds you. He makes sure that you have good nutrition. He cares about, you know, has your back, cares about you, you know, and what you put your, you know, that vegetable with, you know, he's the good guy. And so she was standing there. She said, so which is the good guy? I said, the guy in my right hand. And she reached over and grabbed it. She goes, thanks. She goes, you're going to have to find the other one. <laughs> well, it was, a- was very good. Yeah. And I would always be choosing the organic broccoli. Organic broccoli is the good guy, you know, and the bad guy is the other one. (laughs) Absolutely. And where can our listeners find more about you? Um, My website is called healthteamnetwork.com. Right now it's being updated. So I will tell you in a month from now, it's going to look a little bit different than what it does right now when you go to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, you know, and I'm also, I have some presence on Facebook. I don't use Facebook very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook sent their level of censorship is, is ridiculous. And, you know, cause I always hope like, you know, when I give people ideas, you know, I like to give them ideas and go like, well, they're going, God, is that true? You know, is drinking, you know, half your body weight in water really good for you? And so it's just like, don't believe me, go look it up. You know, it's just like, I look, go on the 80, if somebody sends me something and 80% of it is true, I'll repost it. But you have people who are on Facebook who work for Facebook and who are fact checkers, who have no background education and are only reading something, you know, who are reading science type based things. And they're basing decisions off of something they never had any exposure to until that moment. And so I don't, you know, it's like when I see a fact checker, fact check something, I go, it's gotta be true. (laughs) As soon as they start to take it down or say like partial information, because how could they possibly get all the information? Sometimes when I search on Google, I don't get all the information either. It's impossible because there's a plethora of information out there on any given subject, you know? So I just, you know, just for your listenership, you know, when they see that they should, you know, that should be a first red flag, you know, if a fact checker is fact checking something, um, unless it's, you know, if it doesn't make sense, if it's like really doesn't make sense to what they're reading, then behoove you to like do your own research and then ask yourself, does this make sense to me? But 50% of your body weight, is a true story and uh, of water. And if you don't like the taste of water, put lemon in it, drink it out of a straw. It's, it's mm-hmm. easy. It's an easy solution to do that. It is. And where can I find your books? I believe they are on Amazon. They are. They're on every digital marketplace. So it's just like they're on Amazon. They're on Barnes and Noble. I just usually refer people back to uh, Amazon because everybody knows Amazon. You know, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. 
you know, and for your, your listenership here in the book, as I don't always say this on public, you know, if they get the book, they do the book. It's not a long book. It's 105 pages because it's a workbook. If they get that, then, you know, what they can do is they can schedule a half hour of time with me and I will go over their results on the chart and tell them that if it was me, because I always face it, if it was me, if I saw this and this was me, this is what I would do. You know, and this is who I would talk to. And this is my, this would be your next best step. So whether it's working with me or not, my hope is that your listenerships gets healthy, stay healthy, you know, and they, and they maintain a certain level of, you know, integrity in their health and their body so they can move forward, you know, so that when something happens, they have the resiliency and the bank of nutrition that they need to bust through it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Please come back whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to move in with you. I want to go I want to go on your trips with you. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> thank, you, thank you so much. Uh, uh, thank you so much. Th Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.